at Soundmind Recording Studios, it's The Balcony Show. With your host, Ann Thatcher, The Mad Cat, and Bo Summer, we have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. Here we go, The Balcony Show. Hi everybody, welcome to The Balcony Show. Guess what? Life of Agony is going to be on the show later today. Word. Very cool. Super excited for that. But first, it's Thatch Tag time. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite. I think this should be just renamed <laughs> Abuse the Mad Cat time. <laughs> Actually, not today. Not today? No. Oh, um, must be in my vacation time. Hashtag too big. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I mean, what? So, did you? I know you saw this. Apparently, there was a little girl flying a kite. Oh, my God, yes. Over in Japan, your kite might be too big, right? Yeah. Too big, hashtag. If your child takes off up into the air on the tail of the kite. What? Yes. She she was three years old. So you figure three years old, what is she, maybe 40 pounds? I don't even think that. Oh, man. And And it's not like, it's not like she, like, Went a little off the ground. Like, she shot up like a freaking dart. Pew. Gone. She had to be at least 30, 40 feet Thank there. God she uh, hung on. Yeah. Thank God she hung on. Damn. Like, I want to... Yeah, 50 foot at least. Damn. You got to see this. But your kite might be a little too big there. Yeah. <laughs> if it's taking your child off the ground. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think they intended. I think... Um, at least the article that I, that I had read, it seemed like she was tangled in it somehow. You know, so it wrapped the tail wrapped around her. Yeah, I, but thank God she had. And what a the big sense. tail that was! Right, right, right. What you know? It's weird how kids. <laughs> it's 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 got to be like something through our evolution that reverts backwards. Okay, because you know when you watch the chimps and shit, shit running through the jungle and the baby's just holding on. Yeah, right. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and it's like kids. Still like have she that knew same to hold thing. on. Yeah, it's oh like when they grab a hold so, of like a shirt and don't want to let it go. I mean. Sh- she hung on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how she made it, yeah. really, it's in, an incredible video. Check it out. You're going to want to see it. Yeah, I'm going uh, to I'm gonna have to. Because it, like, it like whips like two times, you know, yeah. it dips and comes back up. Right, but they got her. Yeah, And yeah. she's we, fine. But yeah. Amazing. It was, so it really does was the video amazing. capture her actually? Like, how did she oh, come yeah, down? Oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. She's, she fight, uh, just, the, the kite, the tail yeah. came down. Low enough she didn't get to slammed, it. though. Yeah. That was another miracle, really. Yeah. When, yeah. The, when the tail came down with her, it just came down. It didn't, like, slam yeah. her onto the ground. Yep. So, yeah, that was, uh, the whole thing was just, it, it was amazing. It's intense so, to watch. You got, you got to watch it. Okay, so no kite flying during the pandemic. <laughs> When you're when when your three year old kid yeah. is like holding on to the kite. Oh wow! Clear the kid. All right. Well, let's get things started with our music tonight for this amazing show, and we're going to start with another day dawns, taste of heaven. Take a listen, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Should have known not from the start. Should have known just who you are. You just want to taste of heaven. Boring, do you see the trouble I stepped in? Reflect. 
show that was taste of heaven by another day dawns and right now we have these songs scars by life of agony which will be our interview tonight so sit down give it a listen here we go
everybody. Welcome back to The Balcony Show, and we are very excited because we have Alan Robert on the show, the bass player from Life of Agony. Welcome to the show, Alan. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, we, Alan. Wow. It's an honor to have you on our show, sir, really. So, we just heard your song, Scars. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, well, it, the whole album is kind of interesting because it's kind of a sequel of our debut album, River Runs Red. Um, if you ever heard River Runs Red, and, and we made this back in 1993, um, it's kind of a concept album that's pieced together with audio scenes that follows the week of a teenager's worst week ever um gets fired from his job he's flunking out of school his girlfriend breaks up with him there's domestic violence in the house and it it ends with a suicide attempt and all these years um we just kind of left it as a cliffhanger cliffhanger um with most people thinking that this boy just killed himself at the end of the record and by playing this record, River on Tread, for so many years, on tour, all over the world, it's helped so many people get through tough times. It started to make us think that, you know, if our music could help heal people, what if this kid had a good influence in his life to kind of turn things around too? And so we came up with this concept for The Sound of Scars to continue the story of River on Tread. Um as if he survived the suicide attempt. And that's what the whole record revolves around. Um, it actually came out 26 years, almost to the day. Um, oh, wow. Uh, it came out October 11th, uh, 2019, and um, River Run Drake came out October 12th, 1993. So it was pretty kind of uh, a cosmic release date that they gave us it, without even knowing um, Napalm Records and um, it just worked out that way and so there, it really has come full circle for us um, not just as musicians and and, um, and as a band but as storytellers you know and um, this album really hit home for a lot of folks that grew up with us and, um, and new fans too yeah, and that's and your concept. It's actually very interesting, especially now. It's a perfect time because it's such a relevant topic because it's so forward on all social media platforms where people now people now are starting to talk about um, and it, it's sort of in the forefront, you know, suicide and helping others. And um, it seems like this whole movement is happening the last couple of years. I agree. Well, I agree. You know, it's even though. This month is National Suicide Prevention Month. Then, That's um, right, September. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it really is uh, super top of mind for folks. And, um, and you know, the, we've been talking about suicide and depression and coping with feelings and, and um, alienation, isolation, um, all these topics uh, throughout our entire career. And uh, it's, you know, it's stuff that we battle firsthand. And um, it's just amazing that our listeners can get hope and, and relief 
by listening to the records and connecting with it on an emotional level. Um, and this was know, named it, Album of the Year by The Aquarian, and it's number one album on Metal Hammer, Best yeah. of 2019, Alt Rock Punk. So tell me about working with uh, Sissy Massey, or Sylvia Massey, I'm sorry. Um, oh, Sylvia is great. You know, um, she's someone we wanted to work with for a long time. As you know, she worked with Tool um, on their debut album and System of a Down. And um, she she just brings a whole different type of uh, recording philosophy. Um, we actually flew out to Ashland, Oregon, where she's got a studio and she converted this old church into this studio. And it's really just one giant room where she's has, she has this old, uh, Neve console um, set up right in the same recording room as uh, as the band. So actually, ev- everyone in the room has to wear headphones. You can't hear anything over the speakers while you're recording; otherwise, the sound will bleed. And uh, we never recorded a record like that. You know, that's something that uh, we never experienced before. It was super cool. It was very connect. Felt very connected to her while she was behind the board. And um, and then our guitarist Joey Z is also a talented producer, and we did the rest of the tracks with him in his studio and, and studios around New York um, to finish the record. And then Sylvia mixed it out out in Oregon. And uh, it was I just would, a. I would encourage our listeners. You did do a video about making of uh, Sound of Scars, and check it out because it's really cool to see that process a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you get get like a bird's eye view of it, um, and it was super fun and and collaborative. And um, and then we had uh, we had uh, this great mastering engineer, Howie Weinberg, who did some fantastic records that you know, uh, pretty much every uh, you know top ten rock record. Um, and he actually mastered the record analog as opposed to digitally uh, to really capture the warmth that we wanted for the album. Has a, oh, it has a very nice, clean sound to it. Yeah. It really punches. I like that. Yeah, oh, and it makes me want to go back to weight. the Cat Club. And, like, who's <laughs> the dude that owned the Cat Club in New York? A zillion years ago, I'm dating myself. But, man, I would love to see you guys in an intimate setting like the Cat Club Whoever out yeah. there even knows about this place, it was just this iconic rock club in New York City back in the day. And how cool would it be to actually see a band like yours playing at the Cat Club just for like old time sake? And it's that whole vibe that I actually yeah. miss in the music scene now. You know what? That's the one thing that I have to say is I, there was, for me, I've been, when I grew up at like Zeppelin and some of that, but there was a hint of some of that in. But yet it wasn't like I, I really, really like this project. I really do. And um, Lay Down, which is the next one our listeners are going to hear, you have a phenomenal video with this. This is eye candy. So <laughs> it, it absolutely is. And the backstory to it, you want to tell our listeners about it because I think it's really cool. Well, we were, um, we were searching for a place um, to to film the video and also do a photo shoot for the record. And being that the, fo- being that the, the record uh, was all tied into River and Dread and this, 
this um, this story, um, we were really looking for a place that was kind of um, decrepit and falling apart. And um, through a couple of friends of ours, we connected with uh, the people at White uh, White Hill Mansion in Fieldsboro, New Jersey. And this is basically a historic building built in the 1700s, and um, it survived prohibition and a, a few wars. And um, they actually had a, a speakeasy in the basement and a tunnel that they dug from the body of water that sits behind it. And they would take the booze that would be delivered off the ships and put them on uh, sleds and drag them through this oh hand-built hand tunnel right to the basement and serve alcohol during Prohibition. And actually, someone was murdered in, in the basement where we shot um, the video. Did anybody and, get spooked um, or did you have any oh ghosts? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm vibes, spooked right now. Just there. Ah, we were there all day it. and all night. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was definitely an experience. You know, I wouldn't go there at night. No. <laughs> we were there. We were there. It was a late shoot, and it, we were starting to get creeped out. Oh, yeah, that wow. would freak me awesome. out. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break right now, and we're going to let our listeners hear your song "Lay Down" by Life of Listen.
And we are back on the Balcony Show with our in-house interview with Alan Robert from the band Life of Agony. I tell you, Robert, it's been a great interview this far, and that was a really fantastic song. Alan, oh, thanks so much. sorry. <laughs> so, Sounds of Scars, how did you come up with that name? Because I love that name. Um, did that just... You know, we had, a, we had a bunch of titles on a list, and um, Scars was always part of the titles, and... Um, that one was just the one that made the most sense um, with what we were trying to do with connecting it to River and Dread. So this project, uh, where can they, they can get it on all listening platforms, correct? Oh yeah, it's been out for, uh, since October 2019. And, you know what your bio reads it's as long as you know over to the door um you've opened for many acts black sabbath ozzy there's just too many to mention out of all of them do you have any that stand out significantly for you alan well playing with the the original black sabbath in england when um they reunited oh wow in the um, that was just like jaw dropping, you know, completely jaw dropping experience. We played with Black Sabbath, I think it was 1998, and um, back in England, and it was an outdoor festival, and um, watched it on uh, Tony Omi's side of the stage, and just to look out and see. You know, just thousands and thousands of Black Sabbath fans screaming at the top of their lungs and dancing around bonfires. And it was just completely insane that we were part of that day. And again, my jealous bonus tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think is the most significant difference between Red and this album? as far as the musicality of them? Um, well, I think River and Dread had more hardcore elements to it. Um, obviously, the, the sound is different than the sound of Scars, but we weren't trying to duplicate it. We were trying to continue the story and the narrative. And um, the band's grown a lot in the 30 years that we've been together. Wow, and, that's a long and we, time. Yeah. yeah, we start, we started the band in 1989 as a bunch of friends in in school and um, in Brooklyn, New York. And um, when you were yeah. five, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were youngins. We were youngins. Uh, but it was an amazing time for music. You know, I'm so thankful that you know you uh, had that. Yeah, and the first couple of records came out in the 90s. You know. Um, our our favorite bands, you know, growing up was a lot of the grunge scene and, you know, the hardcore bands uh, from New York. Ignacio oh, Fon, Alphabet Cigarette City comes all. to my mind. Yeah, and all the shows at Lemoore's and CBGB's. Yeah. And, you know, we were part of that scene and um, it, it helped shape us, um, not just as a band, but as people. And uh, it was a great, a great scene to come up in. Oh, it was the best. Well, I'm sure you're going to be on tour with this album next year. 
you got it. You got to take this on the road. Absolutely. I, I sure hope so because our um, all our tour plans this year got canceled, obviously, and um, we were actually supposed to head out on our U.S. tour on March 13th. That was Friday the 13th when everything got shut down, um, and we were about to leave and play Philly that night, and that's when all the uh, the large, uh, you know gathering restrictions started to come into play with venues shutting down and everything and um one by one all the tour dates got moved to the next year yeah that's that's a shame I, everybody across across the world is feeling this yeah. we want live music back but in the meantime what can you do Bo? what can i do yeah you can color Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> Look at that segue. That is oh my God, segue. that is so beautiful. Very true. <laughs> well, since we're on the coloring topic, and uh, if anybody is bored at home, um, Alan, fill in our listeners with this awesome side project that you have going on, or, or you've had for a couple years now. Yeah. Um, well, I actually, uh, I've always been drawing since I'm a little kid. I was, I went to. Um, high school of art and design and i went to a school of visual arts for college and one of my teachers um was actually the cartoonist that drew the mighty thor for marvel and um and so when i graduated college i kind of had to make a follow choice. him around <laughs> <laughs> come on follow me <laughs> just the, just the places you go and the people you see yeah wow it's all right. Um, vicariously by through the story. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, yeah, so when I graduated, um, I had to make a choice whether I was going to pursue music or try and get my foot in the door at one of these comic book companies. And and we had just signed the, the record deal, and I figured, oh, this will probably last a couple of months, you know. And um, 20 years later... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> When the band had some downtime, I um, I pitched my first comic book idea to uh, IDW Publishing, and they put out Transformers and GI Joe and, and stuff like that, and um, and they picked it up, and that was 2009. And since then, um, I put out three uh, graphic novels with them, and then in 2016, um, I had this idea to put out a horror themed adult coloring book called the beauty of horror and um it was kind of it kind of started as a joke because it was almost um kind of tongue-in-cheek because of all the adult coloring books at that time were you know, filled with flowers and yeah, mandalas yeah. and nature and this was almost like poking fun at it a little bit it was like here's all the beauty and corpses like laying in in the grass and you know um all kinds of zombies walking around these beautiful fields and things like that and um, it just and five it went, stars it went later crazy. and twenty four thousand view reviews of it. <laughs> Your third it, one is up now, so gotta it's get been it. crazy. Yeah, yeah it's that's been awesome. crazy. Now you have beauty horror one, two, and three. Is there an? And I think you had a journal that came out too. The journal's coming out next Tuesday, actually. Oh, so that's um, not out yet. Yeah, so that's um, it's kind of like. Uh, do you remember back in the day um, something called the anti-coloring book? No. It was kind of this this book that was filled with all kinds of prompts to kind of 
you know, so you're not just staring at a blank page to be creative. It kind of inspired you to do certain tasks and things. And they become really popular in the last couple of years, and they've been called guided journals. And there's one's... There's one called Wreck This Journal and Create This Book, and um, and it's kind of in line with one of those, but it's all horror-themed and inspires you to connect with spirits, and there's a Ouija board in there, and all, <laughs> yes. kind, all kinds of creepy stuff. All right, well, we're going to, everybody, encourage you, go out and get your journal. Buy a coloring book because you're going to want them. Buy the music. Buy Buy the the music. (laughs) And we're going to end things tonight with your song, Blackheart. Do you want to set that up for us, sir? Sure. Blackheart is, um, I think that's the second track on the album. And um, I think that song has been around around the longest, actually, uh, as an idea. And... um, you know, it goes through all these twists and turns, and I think the the, the chorus is, while it's catchy, it's also uh, very relatable. I think everyone um, can understand the feeling of being uh, abandoned or, or turned away, and um, I think it's very relevant to a lot of people's lives. Well, with that, I want to thank you, Alan, for spending some time with us here on The Balcony Show. Um, Again, I encourage all of our listeners to go out and get Sounds of Scars because it's a phenomenal piece of work. And uh, congratulations to you on everything that's uh, happening with this album. So I'm going to oh, say, thank you so much. I'm going to bid you a fond adieu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, take a listen to Blackheart, Life of Agony, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show.
TikTok is back in the news. So it's been a little controversial because of security issues and whatnot. But um, recently, TikTok announced it had teamed up with indie artist distribution platform called United Masters to enable TikTok users to distribute their music directly to other music streaming platforms from within the app. So now they've gone a step further. And they've announced that they are teaming up with, actually, they've already teamed up with a company called Teespring. And what TikTok, that enables the TikTok users to actually sell merch via the app directly to the fans. And it's just another, uh, you know, feather in their cap as far as bringing the direct-to-consumer industry to a whole other level. And for indie artists, that's a huge thing because you don't need a middleman. Um, well, it, I'm glad it's about yeah, time. Yeah. So, and currently, um, I believe there's about 7,000 or a little over 7,000 U.S. based TikTok users that are beta testing this. So, hopefully, um, you know, well, this will get a little bit bigger and it just expands your, your Kendra audience. Conrad, she was on the show earlier. Yes. Her TikTok video, mm-hmm. 25 million views. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Isn't that it's it's That's, amazing. So you were right. Yeah. You said this months couple, ago. Yep. Yeah. So TikTok is is huge. It's huge. Um and it really is it's it just ex, it's expanding your stage really. And if you can wrap your head around on how to use it and and you know, if you're an indie artist and you're not getting airplay, you know what? Start a TikTok channel or you know, an account. And when you're doing whatever kind of videos, your music should be playing in the background. That's just going to keep reaching more people. There you go. So check it out. Thank you, Bo, with another great trip. And today's Mad Cat's Mad Tracks is Never Look Back by Nearly Skulls. Give this one a big crank up. Give her a listen. There we go.
show proudly produced at sound mind recording studios for all your production needs check them out at soundmindrecordingstudio.com up next is a song from never broken this is charting from as strange as angels take a listen i'm never gonna fall Got em. It's hard to keep the predators at bay. Ay. Blood is all they want. 
Once again, we have put out another fantastic, awesome, nothing like patting myself on my own back, huh? That's what I'm saying. You That's all right. It's like, <laughs> you deserve it. Hey, life of agony, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. They Thank you to Alan Robert. Yes. For spending some time with us and telling us a little bit about what's going on. Bias coloring book. Oh, Ad- my God. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is and so I got to cool. say, because I'm super proud, I was on a work trip. In Poland, I was telling Anne this um, maybe two, three years ago, really quick. Went into a bookstore and I found the Polish version of his coloring book, the first one he, he came out with. So that's pretty cool. She's happy. And another She's language. Happy yeah, camper. I'm psyched. I love it. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. Well, good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. Good, good night. night. Eve to Adam, calling my name. Yeah.